Welcome back to Wellington Access Radio, 783 AM. You're with Martin Andrews here, and I'm joined by Zap. Kia ora, Zap. Kia ora. Can you just um, move the microphone around? Yep. And, and Tony. Kia ora, Tony. Kia ora. Kia ora. And AK. Uh, Zap and AK, your former... You, yeah. Street, street life, street, street life. people, street life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, okay, me, should we start um, with you? Yeah, no, I've been in and off the streets over the years. So, um, where, where are you from, okay? Uh, originally from Tatonga. Um, I choose to be in and off the streets due to I try and keep my distance from my family. Um, because. Being near them drags me back, backwards, and I'm happier when I'm away from them. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Zap, where, where are you from? Um, I, well, I stem from the east coast, mm-hmm. um, Gisborne, Gizzy mm-hmm. boy. Um, yeah, and so I've, I've lived on the streets all over the place, really: Auckland, Wellington, Christchurch, Porirua. Um Yeah, and um, but I suppose I. I even though I had a home in Gisborne, um, I never had a home in Gisborne, really, from about the age of eight. Mm-hmm. So looking back on it, I, I suppose I've been homeless since I was eight until recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's, 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 you know, homelessness is quite a, a broad spe- spectrum. Sure. It's not sure. just those that are living rough on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, people in prison are homeless. People at the night shelter are homeless. People who are couch surfing because they're students at Vic and they don't actually have a home, but they're staying at every other person's. Um, they're actually homeless. You know, it's bigger than just the part that's not so attractive sure. that we see on the street. Sure. Uh, okay, what's your situation right now? Um, in the last year, I've been housed by Easy Access Housing. Um, and currently I have a flat of my own, currently. Fantastic. Um, How's that going? Uh, it's not too bad, actually. It's just, yeah, just getting used to paying bills and all that sort of crap again, so. Mm. But it's a little, my own little bit of privacy for now, so. Um, and saying that, though, I did, I was in the same situation a few years ago, um, but I chose to help other people out ahead of myself, um, which is what I've been known to do anyway, um, which there was a little bit of sufferance on my behalf um, and me losing my place. So um, I suppose you could say I was just started again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tony, welcome. Thank you, Martin. Um, why don't you share with our listeners uh, a little bit about your, your day-to-day life and, and what, you, what it is that you do in Wellington? So in Wellington, I work for two services. Go nice and close. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, that's Access Housing, which is for homelessness, mental health and addictions. Um I also work casually sometimes for the night shelter, men's night shelter. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing this type of work? Um, four, five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You're not homeless yourself? No. Have you ever been homeless? No, not myself personally, no. Mm-hmm. And how has your experience been working with the homeless? Um, emotionally at times it can be tough hearing mm. people's stories. Um, I suppose I'm blessed because I get to meet and greet these really awesome people with all these talents and skills. Mm. Um, I find they're very giving. They often will give their last dollar. They've managed to get off somebody else to someone who's hungry. Mm. Mm. And a question I'd like to ask each of you, um, if there's, what's, a, what's a common thing that people presume about you uh, or about the homeless which you might think is incorrect and, and that if you, could, if you could clarify for somebody that were listening that had this idea. Uh, I think it's a common belief is that when you're on your bus and you look down to your left and there's a young man asleep in the entranceway to the St James Theatre on a, in a sleeping bag and there are people walking to and past him to work, I think a lot of the time they're thinking, why don't you just get up and get yourself a job and why don't you just sort this out? So what are some of the things that you think might be a common misconception about being homeless? I think um, a common misperception um, is that it is all doom and gloom to live that lifestyle. Mm, Um, When I lived it, I actually loved it. Mm. (laughs) I miss it at times. You know, um, you don't have have to get up at 6.30 to get out of bed and in a shower, you know. Mm. Um, You have a... But the best thing about it is you have a really close-knit whānau mm. around you, mm-hmm. you know, and for someone like me, I didn't have that at home, you know, and it is an, a, just a, a need that we all have as humans Sure. to... So to you find a community condition. in the homeless? Yeah, well, my, my street mum, um, she is more my mum than my birth mother or my stepmother, mm. you know, she ranks higher to me, mm. even to this day, mm. years down the track, then... Um, than the others, you know, um, it is that tight, that t- tight, you know, mm. yeah. And um, you're not alone. You you do have, and it's not just, it's not necessarily a gang. Yeah, there are gang aspects, but it is a whānau. Yeah, Tony, is there anything that you come across um, commonly that uh, that you know people might say to you in passing when you say that you work with the homeless? Mm. Oh, I hear all sorts of things, to be honest. Um, I can't think of any common thing other than I suppose there is that misconception that everyone's pretty ruthless. And one thing I have learnt from the homeless is they take in a lot of the young. The older ones take the young ones that are out on the street, mm. which is a blessing because there's a lot of not-so-nice other people out there, especially our young teenage girls being fed up on methamphetamine, being used for sex. Um, And I suppose that's something that if you stop and talk to some of these people, you'll find that they've got huge hearts, Mm. you know, and they're not all... You you were telling me the other day that um, just recently a a couple had been um, beaten up by 
by just you know random members of the public that, yeah. that just happened to be passing them by and and uh, the thing that struck me when when we were speaking was that how you were saying that the the public felt like they were entitled to do that yeah. that it was just you know it was okay to do that mm-hmm. because these these people are homeless um, so yeah it just makes you wonder like who well, who's who's in the wrong here mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah and he actually was very embarrassed he actually said you know I shouldn't be homeless and I can see why they get upset with me mm. but you know he'd been spat on and kicked and mm. by these so-called upholding members of society yeah yeah what well, are you okay is there anything that that um maybe any misconceptions about yourself that, that people presume when they hear that you have lived on the street um not so much myself but um a couple of years like i've i've never had the street big so i've never had to sit down or anything because um, my dad raised us kids to um, be proud of who we are and always said that there's no reason to starve, there's resources out there, use them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the same same token, he used to say, never let us starve, man, starve. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the last couple of years or so, I've sat down with the streeties um, just when they've been sitting down and... Um, People really never know what goes on until they actually sit down with them. Sure. Um, we've had random people just sit down on the streets with them for about half an hour, and they can see what how the public is, even towards them sitting down with them. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, people don't know what they're talking about until they've really experienced it. Yep. And I mean to say, these some of these people were corporate people in, in suits, so for them to sit down with them for half an hour, mm. it was pretty good. And they, they could see, instead of looking from the top down, they could see from the, from, from the bottom up. Absolutely. Mm. Zap, do you think uh, there'll ever be an end to homelessness? No, I don't. And... You know, that kind of just brings to mind, you know, there's a lot of focus on homelessness now. Yes. I, in my, From my view, the problem isn't any bigger than it was last year mm. or the year before or when I was on the streets. We're just paying more attention to it now, mm-hmm. you know, and money's getting thrown at it now, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's generated a lot of energy. Um, what my f- worry is is once our attention gets diverted mm. to the next big issue... What happens to homelessness then? Mm-hmm. Where does all that energy go? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you were saying that homelessness, was? would you say that it was a choice that you made at, at one point in your life? Yeah, it was It was the better option for me. Right. For, for me, mm-hmm. personally. Um, and it's, um, you know, it's bright lights, big city. I came, you know, grew up in small beach city, the town, barely got a shop of that, you know. Moving to Gisborne, big lights, bright city, and, you know, it's kind of in that whole street life, sleeping under the bridges, staying out all night, that kind of stuff. It's all part of that excitement. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do we do as a community with our homeless? Um, to me, a community includes everybody. You know, when you talk about your corporate, I mean, they're included. You and I are, commu- are included, but also our homeless are included. What What do we do if if, there's, if it's never going to be if it's going to be 
an unending issue for all of us. What do you think we we do in order to accommodate our homeless people? Well, I'd just like to point one thing out um, with the homeless. Um, there are some genuine cases out there, and there's some opportunists. Um, it's for the public to try and determine which ones are which. Because mm-hmm. um, I I used to walk around every Friday and Saturday night and just keep an eye on, on the streeties when they were out doing their, their things, but um, I haven't had time lately. Um, but there's been a new string of streeties that have turned up and um, just talking to some people through the streets um, found out that some of them actually aren't streeties or homeless and they've, they're giving the, the real streeties or the real homeless people um, sort of like I suppose you could say a bad look it's like the public can't determine who's genuine who um, and who isn't so um, there's probably an annoying factor about it um, I just leave it up to the public to make their own choices um, a lot of them already know who are the gen- um, who most of the genuine ones are because they see them mm. day in day out and every week so but it's just new ones that have just popped up everywhere that um, are starting to make it worse for everyone else because yeah, they're sort of like um, I suppose bringing a lot of bad karma to um, what most of the genuine ones normally do is like you know they're really polite and all that and these new ones just seem to be a little bit nastier and just coming in from other cities, so um, I, I completely just leave it up to the public. It's it's for them to make their own choice of how they portray which is genuine, which isn't, mm-hmm. and what they want to do for them. Yeah, and that's it's quite quite a, an interesting that thing that's especially happening right now started happening that I noticed late last year. Um, as they get tougher on street life in Auckland, um, we're seeing more of them migrate so. down here. Mm. And with the, you know, that's a, a lot bigger city, access to a lot harder stuff, um, and that culture is following them down. Okay, so those that are here and maybe of a more softer nature uh, are blending in with those and, and often getting bullied by those ones mm-hmm. um, but that's the attention grabbing stuff so that label gets smeared right across everyone mm-hmm. that's that's in the Wellington region at the moment I mean no my hide my please come welcome you know if you're not welcome up there come down here but um, yeah it, it is impacting in new ways a lot of that comes down to that newspaper article that was in Dominion not too long ago about how Wellington public are generous. Yes. So, um, and strangely enough, a lot of that got back um, got back to the Auckland Streeties, and that's mm. why there's been a, a fair migration of Auckland Streeties come down here. I'm not saying don't come. It's just you know if you come, there are certain I say street rules. You got to abide by, mm-hmm. you know, if you are going to live on the streets down here. And a lot of the old streeties of Wellington will tell you what those street rules are. Mm-hmm. Tony, um, 
you know, this is a conversation which we all need to have as a community. Like, how, how, how do we include our homeless and our street people in everyday life of a city? We can't just turn our back on them. They're not just going to go away. They're part of our community. So what would you like to see happen as somebody that deals with the homeless on a daily basis? Oh, a huge influx of funding would be great for the social services that mm. are there because mm. Wellington does have an awesome social service mm. to help, but they're stretched to the brink, um, not so much with housing, but there is some um, so, so that would be good. But looking for a longer-term plan, you know, because often everything's very short-term, you know, this will get you through tonight and the next day, mm. whereas we need to come up with a, a larger plan. And I suppose just talking about it and, um, you know, maybe even going and visiting some of the social services if you're not OK with approaching homeless people yourself, you know, and they'll take you around their services and you'll get to meet a few people and mm, mm, you might mm. be quite shocked. It might be a whānau member. Mm, mm. Mm. tell us about your transition from being a streetie to what you're doing at the moment. Um, well, like most people that have transitioned off that I know, that have come off the streets, it's never one big catalytic moment. You know, you come off, you go back on, and you come off and go back on. You know, there were times that I came off and I, I went to uni, and then I went back on the streets while I was at at uni, you know. Um, came back off the streets again. A lot of it, for me, that's worked this time around, um, all boils down to, and I've thought a lot about it, um, boils down to trusting those that are willing to help you. Okay, a lot of people are out there and they, you know, they really, really, you know, they offer all of these supports and everything, but if you really peel it back, it's for their benefit, not yours. Okay, um, and when I saw that someone genuinely was wanting to help me mm-hmm. and not themselves, mm-hmm. um, you know, not to give themselves that mm-hmm. good feeling mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, uh, some brownie points with the church minister or mm-hmm. whatever, um, that's when I actually seriously accepted it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And what are you doing now? Um, well, now I coordinate um, the service that Tony works for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and um, so that's that's awesome. Um, I, you know, I really, really like it because it gives value to some of my life experiences. Um, mm-hmm. So, especially the rough ones, because uh, you know, there's always those moments that people will come in and you've experienced something similar, mm-hmm. and you know. Uh, you can just, you know, you, you, when you've experienced something similar, the connect is better. Mm, the connect, absolutely. and yeah. it's so smoother, it's so easy, mm. and if it, it's something you can just feel. And mm. if it's felt, mm. the engagement's there, and the willingness to actually, okay, let's try something new. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. How would you like to see the public? the general public, interact with Wellington's homeless? Um, just basically just don't stare down them at them like they're a piece of crap, really. What, what, should, what should the average Wellingtonian do if they see a young person lying asleep 
in the doorway to the St. James Theatre is clearly what, what, what do we do? What, you know, do we drop a couple of dollars down for him? Do we? I don't know. It's 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 completely up to the public. Um, I you never you never force anyone to to give money. It's it's totally it's like if it's, if they feel that they should donate something, then it's completely up to them. Mm-hmm. Um, me, I used to drop coins down all the time, but it's um, after a while um, in finding out what some of them actually do with the money. Um, I'm starting to tighten up a little bit myself on who I would donate to, so. Um, it's it's completely up to the public how, on how they see it. So just just you would like for the public to just acknowledge the person, respect the person, just, but yeah. allow them to, to to do what they do. Um, there's yeah, because there's there's one guy out there. If he's he does the same thing with everyone that walks past. He will give the thumbs up and smile at them, and some people look at him strange, and some people will. Acknowledge him back and give a thumbs thumbs up back to him, or they say hello mm-hmm. and drop him a few coins. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to say he's probably about the happiest streetie I've seen because he, he he he's got nothing, he hasn't got a hell of a lot, but he you know that's what he does. Mm-hmm. If he finds that if he smiles and, and gives a thumbs up to people, people will give it back too, or they'll drop him a few coins. Um, and he's pretty well known around town now, so he's you know he gets a few coins dropped and he doesn't have to sit down for as long as he normally has been so mm-hmm. um, maybe dropping a coin in you'll probably get a smile out of him and, and, and thumbs up so mm-hmm. Tony did you have something to add to that? I suppose I just want to say it's not always about the coins too actually there's a lot of that human contact that's really needed and that's where you'll engage and yeah. And that's where you'll build trust. And it's not just given because you've wandered along and you're a social worker or you're a whoever you are. You actually have to earn that trust. So a lot of our people have been in the systems and mm. it hasn't worked. And that's where they are mm. now. Mm. Mm. So um, building rapport and allowing people to, to build it at their pace is probably one of the most important things too because human contact everybody needs Mm. Mm. so while money's good actually a conversation can go probably a lot further Mm -hmm. Mm. but it's also remember the homeless people the key word there is people not homeless Mm. they're still people you know um, I often, you know, working in the in the sector that I do, but even just walking down Cuba Street, you know, I'll get people coming up and asking me for cigarettes or for some change and blah, blah, blah. I don't give it, you know. Um, not for any reason or that I don't trust how they get... I just... I don't give it, and that's my choice. Mm. Um, but... Um, you know, and there's probably many people out there that feel the same, like mm. they don't want to do that. Don't do that. But if you're not going to do that, be civil about it. Okay, you don't need to, to tell them to get a job which is right out of the realm of reality for them. You know, just say, no, sorry, I don't give out money. Have a nice sure. day. Yeah. Thank you, Zep. Um, is there any last uh, words that... AK or, or Tony would like to share with our listeners about 
uh, their interaction with the homeless. You know, I think that this is really important that that we just are able to open up this dialogue with and include everybody in it. This is. Mm-hmm. Our city, and it belongs to all of us. So, uh, this, this isn't going to be. It's not going to go away, and it's not going to get swept under a carpet. So, um, keep your minds open, I guess. Keep your minds keep open. Keep your minds open. Be and respectful. Be, be open to change. Be open to changing your perspective. Um, you know, it's easy to hate on others. Mm. Um, it's easy to hate on others, and they're very easy people to yes. hate on. Yeah. You know, changing those community attitudes mm. and the stigma and the prejudice mm. is the starting point for, for bigger things. Great. Okay. Any final words? Um, put yourself in their shoes. That's all I can say. As, and I, until you've experienced it, then um, people really don't know what the hell they're talking about. And it can happen to anyone. I've seen it. Sure. Know, it really can. Tony, anything you'd like to add? Thank you all for coming in. We really appreciate it. Um, I hope you've enjoyed that. Listeners, uh, we're going to leave you with another Kiwi classic. This is uh, Crowded House. Um, Four seasons in one day, as soon as we get past the YouTube ad. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you all next week. Seasons in one day Lying in the depths of your imagination Worlds above and worlds below The sun shines on the black clouds Hanging over the domain Even when you're feeling warm The temperature could drop away Like four seasons in one day Smiling as the shit comes down You can tell a man from what he has to say Everything gets turned around And I will risk my neck again, again